2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: It's time to take a trip around the college football universe with Isaac and Sue. I would like to know things. This is the college football jamboree, Part of primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080. He is a five-star douche But What? The Fan.
4: All right, we start today with Texas A&M. The three and four Texas A&M Hamakkies?
5: Yeah, they are three and four. Whoops. Remember when they played Alabama real tough? I do. I like that their their big moment this year was a almost win against Alabama. They got old miss, so there's a good chance that Texas Am could be staring at a three-and-five mark. Good thing you spent that $30 million. So they've lost three straight games. Uh let's not
4: forget they lost to App State. <laughs> Which um, you know, App State's been known to jump up and bite some big boys from time to time, but at a school like Texas A and M, that that don't sit well. No. Well, today, um, as you mentioned, so they they spent upwards of twenty to thirty million dollars on their recruiting class. An yeah, nil deal. The
5: figure bounces around, but every it's anywhere from twenty to thirty mil, and this isn't some overinflated thing. It is between twenty and thirty million dollars they spent. They
4: have suspended three of those players. From that class, indefinitely.
5: Two of them have already been suspended once this year.
4: For what they say is violating team rules at South Carolina, a post-game locker room incident. The report is, it is not a report. The scuttlebutt is that they were smoking weed. Ah, they're in the locker in room. The locker room. <laughs> in the locker room. In the locker Have you ever heard of that? Bold. No,
5: no that's... <laughs> Bold. <laughs> What is that? I'll bold, say bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see, see if, that if that plays pays out. Off. Yeah, like I don't know, man. I mean, first I don't know off, if that's true. But well, holy I mean, crap, the idea, like, and I don't know what if weed is legal down there or not. But even so, you're underage. Like, I, I still think it's interesting. Like, if you're a freshman, you can't just crack open a Budweiser like <laughs> after the game in the locker room on your way to the bus and be like, "Hey, sorry, coach, You has got our ass kicked." Well.
4: Doesn't it speak to, because there are a couple of other rumors going on uh, down there. One is kids aren't showing up to practice. Yeah. Um, the other is that they are already looking to, so that so they gave Jimbo Fisher a guaranteed deal. Yes. They're already looking to strip him of play calling duties and bring in Joe Brady. <laughs> To take
5: that over next year. Brady was the passing game coordinator when Burrow and the LSU squad ran rough shot, and then he flamed out at uh, Carolina with the Panthers. Yeah, if you're wondering where he is now, he is
4: the quarterback's coach of the
5: Bills, so he's working with Josh Allen. I secretly like to believe that someone at Texas A&M right now is trying to pin some sort of illegal NIL deal on Jimbo Fisher so they can get out of the $90 million guarantee that they owe him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Well, so- they're
4: clearly financially reckless.
5: Yes. Well, that was the thing is supposedly, and again, all of this is like, it, it's it's scuttlebutt that you hear behind the scenes because no one will speak on record. But supposedly, from what I've heard, is the whole reason Nick Saban was pissed. Remember the whole thing that, that Saban said that, that A&M bought their class and that he was trying to get his boosters basically to pony up? I guess why everyone was mad at A&M was not because they bought a recruiting class. It's because they quadrupled everyone else's spending. I think there was like kind of a gentleman's idea that, okay, look, it's the NIL world. We know that there is going to be pay for play. We know we're going to be buying recruits. And everyone kind of had this idea that they were going to spend, you know, six, seven, eight, you know, million bucks. And this was going to kind of be the deal where AM went in with a flamethrower and was like, yeah, we'll come up with $30 million. And it caught everyone else by surprise. And it was kind of like this. If we go too big too fast here, we're all going to be chasing the same thing, and this isn't a sustainable model. So that's my favorite part is Saban wasn't mad about them buying a class. He was mad about the amount of money that they spend because everyone kind of agreed that that's not where we were going to go with this.
4: Yeah, but you've been warning of this since NIL started. It's going to be a backlash. And it's like, doesn't this sort of speak to the idea of paying a bunch of kids to come to your school but they aren't really committed they're just coming for the money yeah this is what happens yes right these guys don't care nope if that's true they're smoking weed in the locker room or they're not showing up to practice what is the good of paying these kids all this money and none of these guys even play they're all true freshmen yeah a couple of them i mean
5: they've they're they play but they're not major contributors not, yeah it, it's you're paying them for their futures yes and, and the, they're, they're not committed to you uh, this is what i've said all along one that there'll be a resetting of the market because it's because not of stuff
4: like stuff this. Stuff like this. Right here.
5: You're going to get boosters. They're going to sit there and be like, what the hell am I paying for? And you are going to have to be more careful about what you do with this. Because we, we've said this a million times over. If And I, I hate that it's just like, well, kids can't handle money. This isn't kids. This is human nature. I ask anyone, think about whatever your job is, right? You're out there. You're an attorney. You're a garbage man. You're Ryan Buckley, producer to the stars. Whoa. Right? Buckley, if I gave you eight million dollars guaranteed, I'll do anything, and it mattered not <laughs> the jo- the the job you did in this program Wait, whatsoever. Anything, anything, You, anything find, at you all.
3: find the eight million dollars, and we'll have a conversation, pal. <laughs> like, how many of those people actually that's a very emphatic? Pal. Yeah,
5: how many of those people are actually going to do their job better? Honestly, like a percentage. I think that's it's 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 few and far between. So if you're handing kids this this amount of money regardless of what they do you better make damn sure that you are getting high quality caliber kids that want to be great that that see the nfl is their future and not well i just made six million bucks so it doesn't matter whatever the hell i do so i hate that this eventually is going to turn into a kids can't handle the money shut up people can't handle money you just have to be smart enough to, to give it to the right people and it appears at least right now that a And M has given it to the wrong people, and I find it hilarious because you know who didn't handle the money well? Jimbo Fisher. If we want to point fingers at kids for not handling the money well, I want the finger, the big middle one, pointed at Jimbo because he got ninety plus million dollars and he's handled it piss poor, just as bad as any kid on his team.
4: Well, the transfer
5: portal rate on that thirty
4: million dollar class is going to be—it's <laughs> going to be epic. Now, what? And it's coming.
5: And I, I'm assuming that—that obviously that, we don't know what. These deals actually were, but the other one you're hearing is that some of these deals are tied to kids' NILs, like permanently. They own their rights, so you know these kids won't be able to make money elsewhere. But they what still do they care. Yeah, they, they they still have it, or it's a year-to-year thing. So I, this will be interesting to see how the transfer portal treats these kids, like the you know the the Tennessee quarterback that signed supposedly an eight million dollar deal, or the Oregon quarterback that supposedly got six. But it's my understanding that that is about two million every year that you're there. So, like, if you're there for a year and you decide you leave, you are putting some of that money at jeopardy. I'm assuming, and this is all early on, and, and this, some of this stuff is going to have to be kind of worked out in the uh, the details. All right, the jamboree continues
4: next. Guess what happens one week from today? It is four sixteen on the fan.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: Uh, we have hot weather talk. Can you believe that?
5: Yeah.
4: I know if I Let's know one thing it. about
5: Isaac Robb. That's right. It's that he he's
4: all about the hot weather talk. I am all about the weather. As a matter of fact, I think the rain is
5: moving in as we speak. Yeah. Well, the dogs got a walk in today, so they were happy. As soon as it starts raining again... Screw you, hey, dogs! I'm okay. I don't know about you, but as a dog walker,
4: you know I'm okay with the with the periodics. You yeah. know, like just give me a break, give me an hour and there where I can go out and take the dog, and I'm good. Yeah, that's all I need. Rest of the time, I'll sit in. And- but will you
5: walk in the rain? Because I won't. I will, but I don't want to. I see the I see the warriors out there walking their dogs in the rain, and I'm like, your dog owns you.
4: I have a great rain jacket, and the, and it, I, I can tell you. It really helps me get out there because it's so good that I want to wear it because I don't
5: really wear it anywhere else. But what do you? But then your dog is soaking wet. Well, she's got a rain jacket too. And that stops her from being soaking wet? It helps. Oh, yeah. It helps. But, you know, her under underbelly. Yeah, yeah exactly. you just got to wipe them down, you know. Well, my dog's like a big, giant mop. It's a it's, whole thing. And eh, I'm just not willing to do it. So do you know what happens one week from today, JC Babes? One week from today. Are we talking about the well, – I'm assuming this is the College Football Jam so I'm going to go with the uh, – Come out. What a great deduction. Texas A&M will not be in that
4: ranking. The first college football playoff rankings are out next week. Which, as
5: Dave Bartu will tell you, mean absolutely nothing, nothing. But, you know... We can sit there and yell and scream when this team's too high and this team's too low. And we will. It, it gives us something to talk about. But Can't wait. You know, can't wait. I'm going to scream about something. You know, Someone will be mad. TCU will be ranked below Alabama even though they're undefeated and Alabama has a loss and we can yell and scream, well, but whatever. According to the odds,
4: uh, the top six have separated themselves with far better chances of making the playoff. Right now, Ohio State has the best odds, mm-hmm. 81%, followed by Georgia at 69%, Clemson 62%, And uh, Alabama, 54%. Now, the other two in there are Tennessee and Michigan. Tennessee, 51. Michigan, 49. Then it drops down to USC at 10%. If you're wondering, Oregon
5: is below TCU at 5%. So are they just saying with with Oregon, just that the the loss against Georgia is going to hang over their head? Just that stink? Well,
4: I think it's just that they just need a lot of help. Yeah. I mean they could run the table and many think they might. Well and, but still not get in because
5: they need help. Well, and even if TCU loses, right? And let's say we're going to take a one loss Oregon over a, a one loss TCU who Oklahoma State, whoever the Big Twelve champ is, I would be interested to know, and you know, this is a question for Dave. Dave Bartu is is master of this. Uh he, he always says that he figures out the committee, and the committee has a very they're predictable. They're predictable. Yeah. What I would like to know from Dave is let's say ohio state and michigan cuz they're on the same side of the the big 10 if if one of those runs the table and the other one just has the one loss to themselves you know to the, to the other or the same thing in the sec right tennessee georgia or alabama georgia something like that does a one loss michigan team or a one loss ohio state or a one loss bama or a one loss Georgia one loss Tennessee do they get in over a one loss conference champ mm. in Oregon? Yeah, because I think that's the one that if you're an Oregon fan, I, I think is the scariest thing is that even if even if you know there's not a bunch of other conference champs that that, that are that are above you, because Michigan Ohio State because the SEC is so uh, highly thought of, is a one loss non champ still going to get in over you? And I think that goes back to the is that big giant stinker at the the beginning of the year just going to hang over you?
4: Yeah, it might. I mean, look, Oregon, with that loss, they certainly blew the opportunity to control their own fate, right? right? I mean, they lost 49-3, to fair and square. Yep. Dude, it was just a blowout. You they got your them. ass kicked. And so it may be that that was it for them, yep. but the only thing they can do moving forward is, is run the table and win the Pac-12. I don't know how you feel, but do you feel they have another loss in them? How much do you trust them is, is I guess, what I'm getting at. Um,
5: uh, I trust them a lot. The thing that just scares me is... I, I, Oregon's better than everyone else on their schedule. I believe that. And let's assume that it's UCLA or it's USC uh, in, the, in the conference title game against them. And I do think that an Oregon-UCLA game in Vegas is different than playing at Autzen. 100% believe that. You know, being on the road in the Pac-12 is completely different. We saw this Oregon team damn near and probably should have lost to Washington State on the road. So be grateful that I think most of your tough ones, with the exception of the Civil War, uh, are, are at home. So it's not a matter that I don't trust Oregon. I absolutely do. I just know that that funky things happen in conference play and funky things happen in November, right? We see it every single year where seemingly a team has a, a path to the, the playoff, whether it's in the Pac-20 or Big 12 or wherever else. And there just always seems to be that weird bump in the road. And I don't consider Georgia to be a bump in the road. You just got... It was the perfect storm against a team that was much better than you and is much more talented than you, and you were just trying to find your your footing. So in reality, to me, the Oregon Ducks haven't had the weird funky one yet, and that's the one that, that scares me that something's coming. But I do think that Oregon has a very, very good chance of running the table because I think they're better than everyone else on their schedule. Well, maybe their funky one was Washington State. Possible, you know, and they managed to pull it out.
4: So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. that. They- I guess the thing about them—they've had three road games, or three games away from Austin. Yeah. One of them they got housed. Yes. One of them was very close, and they were very fortunate to win. And the other one they won handily. So. Yeah. And then three of their final
5: five are on the road. So you're right. I mean, there's no predicting but, this stuff. But Cal doesn't scare me in the in the least bit. Colorado is dog mess. I think Wash. You you could score a hundred against well, Washington. The the two that that would concern me are Utah, and I love that you get Utah at home. And uh, believe it or not, I, I do think on the road at Oregon State, I think is a bit of a of a scary game, rivalry game, everything on the line. Then of course, you are going to face another top fifteen team in Vegas. Well, it looks
4: like the, I mean, it looks like the South's going to come down to USC, UCLA, whoever wins that game.
5: There is no more. Remember the Pac twelve? Oh, right. Just doing. That's the, right. That's right. That's right. They're just My doing bet. the two best teams. That's, but
4: but it will still it come will still down come to come that down, game but, because yeah. hasn't Utah already lost twice in the league, or have they only lost?
5: once? No, they have only lost once.
1: Okay, So,
4: so they, their other Oregon, loss
5: was to uh, Florida. Oh,
4: that's right. So if Oregon beats Utah, mm-hmm. it will likely come down to USC-UCLA. That game is in uh, – well, not that it matters, but it's in. It's at UCLA, yes. technically.
5: And I would I would assume that that is the one that uh, determines who plays. Yeah, because
4: if, if you look at UCLA's schedule outside of that game – There's not a whole they, lot. They should win. But like you say, I mean, upsets no, weird, happen. Weird things happen. But I think it's kind of cool for the Pac-12 this year that – you know, we we've been saying this a lot over the last handful of years. The right teams have to be good for your league to appear good to the rest of the country. Yeah. And this year all the right teams are good. And it's buoying the Pac-12, right? Like Oregon, USC, UCLA, yeah. and a little bit of Washington. And then there's Utah. Like that make just those particular schools being the ones on top make the league look so much better yeah. than if no offense, but Oregon State or Cal or somebody else was Absolutely. winning the league. So, the, so the so the right schools are back at the top. Um, who is in that Pac-12 title game? I cannot tell you how much I want to see Oregon play USC. Yeah, I cannot tell you how much. As I want to As opposed to
5: seeing the rematch. Yeah, with I don't want to see UCLA with again.
4: Utah or rematch with UCLA. No. Uh, or Utah game is going to be going to be awesome. Yeah, but you I might even it. go to that. When you see that, though... But USC, Oregon, that's yeah, the that's one the you one. want. And and that's the one you want to showcase for the Pac-12. Yeah. Because it's the two biggest and best brands in the Pac-12.
5: How nice would it be if the College football expansion was right now, if we went to the 12 teams? Um, Dusty well, Then and,
4: Oregon wouldn't even have to worry about it. They just
5: win the Pac-12. Yeah, you win the Pac-12. Get Dust, the tournament. Dusty and Danny were talking about this, and someone had broken it down, and there's a lot that goes into this now because so much football to be played, but... You know, hypothetically, if it started and you went off of, of projections and what you had right now, I think it was Oregon host Wake Forest uh, in round one, and then the winner of that would get Tennessee. So, Sweet. you know, that's that's awesome. Honestly, if I could dream up my like dr- my, my dream game, I, I want Tennessee. I just think that would be like fifty nine to fifty seven. Last team to have the ball uh, wins. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So,
4: after the first round, they go. They're talking about neutral. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so you, they would play Tennessee on a neutral field, but they would get Wake at Autzen? At Autzen, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dude, that cannot get here fast enough. I know. That that format. It'd be
5: freaking, it, it would be unbelievable <sighs> to see that. This and,
4: year, we got to sit through freaking Clemson,
5: Ohio State again. They're
4: doing the first-round home games, too, right? So, yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. God, that, I mean, Isn't that great? Some school, of the most
3: fun I've ever had in college football was going to the game in Knoxville when the Ducks played there like 11 years ago.
4: And you know, the, the scenario you brought up, it's freaking Wake Forest.
5: Like, imagine if it were I don't
4: know a cooler opponent. Well, the, the, it's still awesome to get a home playoff game. around but,
5: there. It would be USC, UCLA, Wake Forest, Penn State, Utah. Dude, you know, somewhere in imagine that, in hosting that Penn State. Yes, for the right to go play, likely Tennessee or you know because they put Tennessee as the number one SEC program. But if it's whatever, you'd be basically yeah. the SEC champ. So you would get Georgia, uh, Bama, or Tennessee. That would Dude, be your second-round game if you won. It's
4: just awesome. Let's go. Can't wait. It's really going to help college football. Yes. But in the meantime, um, we have to sit and debate over the next, well, starting next week, over the next four or five weeks, uh, who needs to lose and who, <laughs> who has to – you need the style points. and you, It's so just effing keep, Just keep winning. No, I'm
5: not going to. Just keep winning. I'm not going to. You're not? No, I, will, I refuse to keep winning. I want to lose. Someone's asking if the beeves So we're going to get into the... If the if the Beavs went out... Um, there you go.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what
5: do you mean? Uh. Well, like if the... Oh, if, they could make the... Yeah, Pac-12 title. Sure. If the beaves went out, I still think you would need help because they have two conference losses, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Your Oregon State... Aren't Beavers? you a sports guy? Yeah. Uh, Aren't yes. you supposed to
4: know all this stuff? They have two conference losses. so They need Oregon to lose another they one. They would need Oregon to lose another one. They're big one. Utah fans. yeah. So again, or Washington. But,
5: I mean, th- th- this, goes back or to your, this goes back to your point. So much football yeah, to be just played. Just let it play out. Just keep winning games. Hey,
3: let it
4: all play out so that we can watch Ohio State play Clemson again.
5: I don't know God. if there's a game I want to see less than Ohio State and Clemson. If I could, well,
4: right now that would be one and four, right?
5: Yeah. If I could magically wave my wand and eliminate Ooh, one team, yeah, Clemson. Me too. Get them out.
4: Okay. What about this?
5: Who would you most like
4: outside of Oregon? Who would you most like to see sneak into that tournament? Would it be like TCU?
5: Would it be Michigan? Would it be Penn State? Boy, uh, USC. Yeah, I I think I would want. Well, I mean, just from a selfish perspective, I'd want to see USC or Oregon. Um, but he said take Oregon out of it. The problem with TCU making it, and I think it's awesome when TCU makes it or when Michigan State made it, don't we know what – no offense to TCU, but don't we know what's going to happen? Well, I Tennessee. Tennessee. I, I want Tennessee to make
4: it. Yeah, there you go. Well, they wouldn't really sneak, though. I was talking about like
5: – Well, Tennessee – I mean, no one thought of Tennessee before this year. Well, as I
4: know, but they're the top – like the top five teams right now are very clear. Yeah. Right? Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Tennessee. After that, I mean any of those four could be in the in the 14 turn or any of those five could be in the 14 tournament. Yeah after that, you're probably looking at kind of some like whoa, uh, Michigan makes it or TCU makes it or Oregon or USC because you know the the road is tougher for them, sure you know so I, I wouldn't consider Tennessee a surprise, but yes, if you could tell me right now Tennessee, over and Georgia over Clemson or, or, or whoever, hell yeah, yeah,
5: I, w- I would rather see that, but like, I, I know it wouldn't be an upset because these are all blue bloods, but god, it would be so nice if we had like Tennessee, Michigan, like TCU or Oklahoma State, and then you know, whatever. Well, how
4: about this? This isn't a bad little tournament if it's Tennessee, Michigan, um, Georgia. TCU or, or TCU whatever, TCU or sure. Ohio State. Uh, you yeah, know that's something. not bad. Just get Clemson out of it. I'm oh, with yes. you. Get Clemson out I mean, of there.
5: One or two teams that I don't. They see don't even in there have a quarterback.
4: <laughs> how many? How can you make the tournament without a quarterback? I don't know. Come
5: on, man. Syracuse had him. Syracuse had him, and they let him off the damn hook. All
4: right. There's your jamboree. We rue hard every uh, Tuesday at four if you like college football talk. Uh, in the news coming up next, we talk weather. Here's Buck.
5: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on
0: required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
5: If your day sounds like...
3: We need the report ASAP.
5: You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste or if you overcame
0: Tourist, tour.
5: you deserve this ice cold reward modello the mark of the fighter. trick responsibly beer imported by crowning port chicago illinois i'm about to
4: tell you something good it's october 25th 2022 it is time now on our show
5: For in the news, I'm your noted newsman. Now, is that what's good, or is the thank you? Is it still something that no, it's still to come? Okay, yeah. I didn't know if you were just saying today was good, or in the news is good.
4: Today's great. Okay,
5: generically great. (laughs) Yeah,
4: whatever. Uh, It is World Pasta Day, so celebrate that pasta out there. You know, I don't eat a lot of pasta. And it is also National I Care About You Day. Oh, so just
5: in general, people that uh,
4: I care, care about, about you. I want you to know I
5: care about you today. You know, but not tomorrow. Mm, we'll see. Or the previous day. Although you know, we really should care about each other more and more. And you know, the world would be a better place. That being said, uh, I'm as guilty as anyone about not caring about people. Well,
4: we have more rain entering our region right now. Awesome, heavy storming. Can't wait. Well, you don't have to wait long, because uh, I'm seeing here on my—you know—I have my own personal Doppler radar. <laughs> they, they
0: give Rob that 1080
4: to the fan radar. Yeah, they give that to the newsman. I
3: understand?
4: Can't believe it's not sponsored, Ryan Cooley. That is a bit surprising. I mean, come on, people love this. But there's a lot of red and yellow on it, so buckle oh, up. So, it should be sponsored by the Ducks. Um, we had a magnitude 5.1 earthquake hit the Bay Area today.
5: Is that. Uh, I don't. Is that significant? You can feel that for sure. You can? Like five down, like Bay Area? Because I, I feel like they just shrug off.
3: The big one in the Bay Area was like seven or six, six point, six point eight or nine, I think.
5: Okay. So you felt it. Did it do any damage or This suck, was. Uh, or? East
4: and a little south of San Jose. Have you ever heard of San Jose? I have. Although you
5: know what, I don't think I've ever been to San Jose. And way to go, Jason Swigard, way to put a little extra San- emphasis on Jose. San Jose. <laughs> Good one.
4: Thanks. Um, I don't know. I don't I didn't see much damage. Okay. Well then. So
3: screw them.
5: <laughs> they've been through worse. I hate to say it, but like if an earthquake happens or like a tornado but nothing really is damaged, does anyone really care?
3: Well now they've been through it, so they've kind of fortified everything to make sure it if it happens again it's not gonna be as bad the next time around, so Here's that maybe working. It
5: does say that it's the largest to strike the region in years. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty big. Five point one. Yeah. Would you rather live
4: in Tornado Alley in the Midwest, Hurricane Alley, say Louisiana, um, or here? But we have to endure a five point one earthy four times per year. Five point one or, or or bigger four times a year. Or bigger.
5: Yeah, plus yeah. the fires. Yeah, I don't like that. What do you? What? Do you, which would you rather? I feel like Tornado Alley isn't like. Everyone I know from the Midwest, including you, yeah, it's boy, not they just—they're like, like whatever,
4: right? It's not like Hurricane Alley. Yeah, when I lived in—but you have
5: to—but the,
4: the downside of that is you have to live in the Midwest. Yeah, you know, that's true. You know, so I don't it's, want to live in the. It's Midwest. not the best place to live, but the natural disaster element. While you could get ravaged by a tornado, yeah, odds are you won't. Hurricane Alley. I've never understood, and I get it. People live down there. You can't move. Like it's where you're from, or you know. I'm not saying you. Should, no one should live down there. I'm just saying. If you have the means to get out of uh, the way of a hurricane every year, yeah, I think I would. Like, I, I don't really get why you put yourself through that. It, like,
5: it's every year. I, I am convinced. Like, and not like I lived in Florida for years and years, but I was down there for for two years. And but I feel like you do this in in the Midwest or Buckley, like in San Francisco. Like he's like, eh, yeah, five point one. He's like, yeah, you feel it a lot of meh. I feel like when you're in those places, like if you're a transplant to that. Right. Like when there's an idea of a hurricane coming, like I would freak out and everyone around you would be like, whatever, (laughs) like candy ass, just
4: board up the windows.
5: Right. Like, like you just become immune to it. I told you once I was driving across uh, Oklahoma and I heard the, like outside of Tulsa and I heard the, the siren go off. And in my mind, I'm like, great. We're all going to die. I start panicking. You would have thought I was the biggest ninny in the history of mankind. People literally making fun of me for like asking like people around me like where do we go and they're like what are you talking about i'm like well there's sirens like i'm not from around here like where like is there a shelter somewhere they are like oh you you cute little city mouse so like seven or eight
3: years ago i was in san francisco and two and there was a like a 4.6 earthquake definitely could feel it and we were hanging out with our roommates in our apartment and two of my roommates who were not from the west coast and, and hadn't really dealt with that they're like what do we do now? Do we go outside? Do we need to go outside for fifteen minutes to make sure it's okay? I'm like, no, it's yeah. it's, it's done. It's over now. I, just, I mean, if we're okay now, we're
5: we're okay. I just feel like wherever you live, and like you just become immune. You're like, whatever. Well, we can get used to a lot of things,
4: yes. But it doesn't mean that it's not dangerous. And I, as a as a guy who grew up in Tornado Alley, I I have that very sentiment about tornadoes. But that doesn't mean they're not dangerous, and it doesn't mean you know it's like it's not a risk. It's just that I feel like the hurricane risk is way worse. Yeah. uh, Depending on where you live down there. I mean, it's every
5: year. Yeah. But I'm telling you the people of Florida, dude, they, they, they treat it the same way that you treat a tornado. They're like, whatever. You see the people on the news. So, all right. So which would you rather have? So I'm going to give you
4: tornado alley in the Midwest, but you have to live in the Midwest. Yeah. Probably Kansas. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane Alley, you have to live in Louisiana or the Florida Panhandle. (laughs) Yeah, I see you didn't give me the good part of Florida, you (laughs) son of a bitch. I sure didn't. Or you can live here, but you have to endure a 5.1 earthy or worse, four times a year. Rob. However, I will give you more sunny weather and less
5: rain. I don't care. You see, you're striking a deal that you don't need to. Because your options are oh. live in the Midwest or the Panhandle. So you're you ever living ever been here. to the Florida Panhandle? What about 10 earthquakes a year? I don't care. 5.1. You can tell me that I had to live amongst like a bed of snakes while the earthquake was going on. Okay. And it's still better than living in the Florida Panhandle. All right, I'll switch it up.
4: <laughs> How about Boca Raton? Well, no, that's on the east side. How about Tampa? You can go back to Tampa. You've lived in Tampa. I like Tampa. Okay, you like Tampa. I'll give you Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'll give you Kansas City. Yeah. And I'll give you... Here with Here take, with a
5: bunch of earthies. I'll take Tampa. I liked Tampa. You're living in i hurricane now? Uh, I like Tampa. Tampa was good. Tampa was legit. Yeah, but again... I don't care. Of course it's legit. I'll deal with it. But it
4: might get wiped off the map.
5: <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. With regards
4: to natural disasters, um, do you know the most dangerous places to live in the United States? I looked this up today, and I was most intrigued by this. Now, <clears throat> of course, we all think of tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes, the main things, volcano or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this list actually has 44 different damage-causing natural phenomena. Okay, 44. Okay. So you're talking all the big things like I just mentioned. Sure. But also hail, heat, heavy rain, heavy snow, high surf, high winds, avalanche, coastal flooding, dense fog, drought. All
5: of it, all of it rolled in? Low tide. I yeah, go it's so- taken
4: all this into consideration. got to go
5: somewhere in Louisiana. Tropical
4: storm, tsunami, whatever. So all of that, 44 different wildfires are part of it. So that's 44 different natural phenomena that can yeah. happen, okay? So they they give every county, they did this by county, a score
5: in the United States. Do you know what it spit out as the most dangerous county? It's it's got to be somewhere in the south. I'm going somewhere in Louisiana or somewhere down in Florida, somewhere down there in the Gulf. The most dangerous counties in the United States are all in New Jersey,
4: really? Up in yeah, up in New Jersey, and then Orange County came in at number two, like Orange County, California. California yeah, would so n- SoCal would have never guessed that. And Northeast,
5: uh, safest? Uh gosh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll just give you a couple states. Somewhere in like like somewhere in like Illinois, I don't know, like Chicago or something. I don't. Know, does anything happen up there? Mm, it's pretty cold and icy <laughs> it's and <cold>. windy. <laughs> Does anything happen in the plane? Like, I I don't know,
4: like Iowa? How about Montana and Idaho? There you go. Those are the top two smallest disaster index. Yeah, but then you got to look. Oregon, Sherman County, Oregon
5: is fourth. Where's Sherman County? I knew you were going to ask that. Uh, uh, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Is that near Camp Sherman? Let me just say, for the record, without even knowing where that's at, you know... Straight east east of, Hood, uh, like, uh, Wasco. I was going to say, you know where I don't want to live? Sherman County. I know nothing about it, but guess what? Safe. Don't want to be there. I don't care. Safe out there. As you said, let's put a little whimsy in our life. (laughs) I'll take Tampa in some tropical storms and hurricanes from time to time and the occasional methed-out stripper at a uh, Waffle House at 2 in the morning rather than live in Sherman County.
4: I feel like Florida... There's an element of everyone there is trying to rip you off. Is that
5: true when you live there? Well, uh, I don't know. I feel know like bad that. people live in Florida. Is that, is that wrong? <laughs> That's probably wrong. Yeah. I There's parts of Florida that were my some of my favorite places I've ever been, and there's parts of Florida that...
4: Just you, a shisty place. Uh, it seems
5: shysty <laughs> Is that a bad... Can we use that term? Is that a slight on someone? Ooh, I did I just get canceled? I, I
4: don't know. I didn't mean to. I don't I'm know gonna,
5: what I mean. I'm going to steer clear of it. I don't know. All right.
4: Um, in the news next goes to Newport, a terrifying story for you. It is 449 on the
5: fan. Is
3: this uh, this would be john mayer that's what i thought john
5: mayer God, i want to dislike I him but I sure exactly but do you want to dislike john mayer i do Why i want that? to dislike him just because he's kind of a pretty boy and he I think stoops a
4: lot of ladies i don't mind the stooping a lot of ladies i think that's great i i i think he's just i want to think he's a douche but he's
3: kind of not he's kind of kick-ass yeah and he's got... a hell of a guitar player and to me, he's like music's Barry Zito. Like, there's a lot of reasons to not want to like him, but like, he's actually okay.
1: <laughs> well, I like that Barry analogy. Zito. Yeah,
3: I wrestled with that a lot as a Giants fan. All right, yeah. all right, I'll go with that. we well, right. Like,
5: he's, I like Zito. and he's, he's, he's got kind of a. But a lot of guys wanted to label him douche. Well, he's got a very punchable face, and I'm talking about John Mayer and Barry Zito. They, see you know, it? it's and he's kind of kind of got that 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 hair and. He's that guy that you're right. You want to hate him when you meet him, and you're like, what an ass. He's but, probably great. But then when you hang out with him at a party, you end up being like, oh, my gosh, you're kind of a cool dude. And, and he's then like, you tell
4: everyone you hung yeah. out with him, you yeah. have yeah. his number, and it's like, <laughs> oh, he's so cool, man. You're trying to score some uh, leftover trim off of his plate. You know, it happens. Uh, this is in the news for October 25th, 2022. Um, we go primetime Yakima Bay
5: Bridge. Okay. You've been over that bridge. Have I? <laughs> Newport? Oh, that's the Yakima Bay Bridge? Can't say I knew that. Cries for help near uh, sorry. I said Yakima. Yeah, that's Yakina. I was gonna Bay say bridge. Uh, I was like, why is that called <laughs> Why is the Yakima Bay Bridge in Newport. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I, in my mind, I'm like, is there like you were a, going with it? Though. I'm like, well, is there another Yakima? I I don't know. The only Yakima I know is the one like when I'm driving out to my kid, uh, my kid's Whoa. college. But there's no bridge over there that I'm aware of.
4: As a golfer, with friends from out of town. Yeah. You know, it's the most confusing thing about Oregon, hands down. What? When any anytime somebody wants to go to Bandon, North Bend. Yes. Versus flying
5: into Bend. We. When I went down to Utah... They've got to change that. When I went to Utah recently and uh, I attended a wedding and people found out I was from I was from Oregon, I had a phenomenal story. I met a guy really nice and his wife, and he's a salesman. And uh, he's from the East Coast, and he had to fly into Bandon. And so you, when you fly into Bandon, you fly into North Bend. You fly into to North Bend. So when he was looking at... at uh, not it, to be confused with, with Ben. Bend. Which is a little ways away. Yes. And he ended up flying to, Bend. to the wrong airport. He did. And I he, wonder how often that happened. And he just, he goes, I've never felt like a bigger horse's ass. And yeah. he did not realize it until he literally got off the plane <laughs> and was trying to catch like an Uber, and they were like, What are you what are you talking Take about? Take it abandoned. Like, Dude, you like are, that's gonna cost you. Like fella. you are so far away. And he was meeting like clients, and he was like, Oh, my, and then he had to call him and be like, I... Let's. Was he able to catch a flight from Bend to North Bend? Yeah, I think, but it wasn't until, like, the next day. Oh, and I was just laughing. I was like, I've never met anyone that had that happen, but I'm like, I'm sure it does.
3: Feels like there's a small industry for someone to exploit all that confusion. Yeah, right. <laughs>
5: or in this case, the
4: Yakima Bay Bridge. It's <laughs> like, what? Ya- Yaquina Bay? Yaquina Bay Let's bridge. go with that. Led a Newport police officer to find a woman, bloody, with her hands tied behind her back, which led to an arrest four hours later. Well, that's
5: kind of an interesting tale. Uh, Please go into more details.
4: 11 p.m. October 21, the Newport Police Department said in a release the officer was in the area to deal with construction materials in the roadway, perhaps a ladder. Hmm. Quality ladder? When he heard the woman yelling. She was found with blood on her face and head with her hands hogtied with rope and shoelaces behind her. It's terrifying. She was taken by ambulance to a nearby hospital for treatment. Earlier in the night, police said, the woman and her accuser, later identified as Thomas Brannies, were together off the main path in the state park where she was struck in the head. She said she was told the assault would stop if she didn't fight back. After she was tied up and wounded, police said Brannie's took off all her took all of her belongings and fled the area leaving her there. She later managed to free her feet and get back to the
5: bridge where the Newport police officer found her huh I guess in the grand scheme of things you that's ended up as a as a happy story I'm assuming that that like can end up much much worse.
4: Using a description of the man and the vehicle, deputies from Lincoln County came to help in the search for Branny's. Uh, they could not find him, but shortly after 3 a.m., his car was at the thriftway. Oh. No. And shockingly, her stuff was inside of it.
5: <laughs> I like that the guy has just committed major felonies, including kidnapping, and he's just at the thriftway picking up some, like, deli meats. <laughs> yeah, I just, I this, the, the Swiss Gouda was on sale that day, so they had to get over there and pick up a great deal on some cheese. Jeez,
4: man! He is 34 years old. He's from Kaiser. He was arrested and booked. Uh, he has a long criminal history. Man. He's been booked on second degree kidnapping, second degree assault, second degree theft, unlawful use of a weapon, and a
5: misdemeanor warrant. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't do that. And That's he had all. a
4: previous outstanding warrant on an assault charge.
5: He just sounds like a wonderful individual.
4: Well, I want to know what she was doing with the guy. You know, like they're. Yeah, in, I mean. Why are you walking with that dude in a park?
5: Who knows? Maybe it was a blind Can we egg. talk about her decision? Maybe it was a bumble match or something. Who knows? By the way, the text program's in. Uh, they're very angry over the, uh, the Yakima Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get very, very angry over this, and someone is saying it is the yaquinu Bay, Bay Bridge. Am I getting that correct now? Now someone will be mad at me. You for. you think I know I that?
3: think they're, the, they're trying to go phonetic uh, Yaquina. Yaquina is what they're saying. Yaquina. The Yaquina Isn't that what I said? Bay Bridge. What did I say? Yakima is what you
4: said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first time. But, I mean, didn't I correct that? I think you did. Yakina? Or, I said Yakina. Yeah, you said Yakina. Oh, I going...
5: think it
3: should be a... Yakrina.
5: I'm going with the Yakima Bay Bridge. I say we, we roll with it. Let's I think go. we
3: obviously know what we need to do. We need to get swag on the wall.
5: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> swag will put a little spice behind that. Uh, guys, that's all I have for you. Yeah, don't walk in parks with felons and then get tied up and... But look, if you are walking with a major felon, I do think that that's probably about the best you can hope for. You know, no major injuries, low blood. You got your stuff back because, you know, it was in the thriftway parking lot. At least he made it easy to recover. So he's got that going. In the
4: news, October 25th, 2022. The Hot Five at Five is next on The Fan.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?